welcome to the Hypersloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersloth Happy Hour.
Wyatt was a cowboy. He'd put these spurs on every time I got on that bike. Just out there riding, man, riding free. But look, I'm trying to figure out if this is Dennis Hopper, some dude that, or not Dennis Hopper, Peter Fonda, or someone who just looks like Peter Fonda. Yeah! Oh, they found the money in the, in the stash, in the tank. Fucking now. You're the lemon truck. Deal with you anymore, Pop. I'm just getting started. Oh, man, Pop is sick. I can't believe this is a Peter Fonda lookalike. Really? Yeah. And a Billy lookalike. Oh, my God. But I, at least I don't not... be watching that later, but I have a feeling that I'm going to. But they're not supposed to be the same characters, right? They're not trying to play Wyatt. No, no, it's his brother. Okay. It's his brother, dude, okay? Or his... at, least, at least give them that, that they weren't, like, so cocky and fucking full of shit that they're like, oh, we're going to make it the same characters. Well, yeah, they weren't like, oh, my God, Billy and Captain America have raised from the... I think it was, it was called uh, Easy Rider 2 Land of the Biker Zombies. And <laughs> Billy only had half of a face, and Wyatt was completely burned up. You could sell a video game like that for sure. You probably could. It's just it'd be a bunch of fucking uh, like townies, like the parishioner guys, going around and shooting bikers all day. They probably have one. Yeah, they might actually. <laughs> What's new with you, Rufus? You're looking pretty good tonight, dude. You're looking pretty relaxed. It's all the jacket. I'm pretty much the same. Otherwise, I'm just getting my thing together. <laughs> really. That sounds complicated. What what does that mean? That's what Wyatt says in Easy Rider, dude. Oh. It's his thing together. No, no, I mean, I'm, it's Saturday night, so that's always a, a uplifting situation. What are you doing this Saturday night, other than this awesome show? That's pretty much it. Hoping it doesn't end, and when it does, I'm just trying to fight off suicidal thoughts. Well, then you always, you know what I do when that happens, Rubus? I always think about next week's show. That's this all I got to do, brother. I'm going to see if I texted you anything genius uh, over the last week that we didn't make it. Actually, I'm going to see if I texted myself anything genius. I call this part of the show text to myself. <laughs> and seven-eighths times 70. Let's see. I'm, I'm looking to see if you texted me anything genius and... No, just a normal zigzag te- text. Uh, here's something I thought of on my, on my walk. Since we're going to watch Pick of Destiny, I hope we're going to watch Pick of Destiny on the show soon. We should, yeah, why not? Why wouldn't we? Pick of Destiny is kind of uh, a take on A Star is Born with Dio losing his shine in the spotlight. What do you think of that? Uh, I can kind of see that. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I had a friend that went to Vegas lately, and I was thinking of new... Taglines for Vegas, Rufus. Are you ready? Sure, sure. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, especially your dignity and your anal virginity. No? Ooh, I like it. Although, I got to say that there may be a lot of people who go to Vegas don't really have anal virginity. Uh, they're probably, maybe they're going to lose their anal virginity. Or try and forget about it. Or maybe they're trying to win enough money to get the uh, that re-virginity surgery. Oh, sphincter, sphincter tightening, I think they call that. They uh, repair the sphincter hymen. <laughs> and offer free bleaching as well. 
Not even sure what that is, but I've heard it about it. Uh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas except for credit card debt and syphilis? No. no? You don't think they're going to pick any of those up? Uh, here's one. Hypersoft happy hour. The perfect balance of drunk and stoned. Ooh, beautiful. Nice. Uh, oh, that's what I was saying that we need to put our bios on our on our Facebook page and our in our uh in our other page. Our uh our uh hypersloth page. Like Dude, you gave me a great idea for like a, a an icon or logo for us, which is the uh the blind lady of justice with the scales. Oh, a out, thing and yeah, one has like a six pack and the other one has like, I don't know, you know, buds in it. And um, perfectly um, like level. I like that. Get on that. I'll expect to see that later tonight while I'm watching easy rider, the right back. I wonder how much they paid for that. I mean, obviously they had to pay Dennis Hopper and Peter Fonda something for that. Right. You would think, I don't know. I mean, it was, or somebody. How did the trailer look? Because I, I didn't. I haven't seen the trailer. Pretty weak. Pretty okay. pretty. Let's just I, say that it looked like it was shot by like a guy who had just come out of yeah. film school. And I'm going to give this guy a little bit of credit because I feel like whoever made this movie saw Easy Rider and, like myself, was touched by it. Sure, sure. And was like, man, I would love to make a movie like that because if you would see like the the cuts that they were doing. They were totally fucking taken from the cuts that were done in Easy Rider 1, like the riding mm. of cycles and the kind of the far-off-looking shots. You know, I would say they should have called it Easy Rider, a tribute to Easy Rider. There you go. Easy Rider. I, mean, I, I don't know how they got the rights, but I'm assuming it was probably just some weird situation where somebody dropped the ball here and maybe there. And they just got lucky and were like, holy fuck, we can get the rights to Easy Rider? Someone had a $5,000 option for sale on right. Easy Rider 2. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, you know what? I Now I have to look and see what year Easy Rider 2 was made. Do you mind if I do that real quick? No, no, no. Wow, that kind of sounded like you did. No. Anyways. I don't. I don't mind at all. Go for it. <laughs> I've heard that in someone's voice before. I think it was my wife. Yeah, that is my talking to the wife voice. Let's see. Easy Rider 2, the ride back, Wikipedia. Here we go. Except 2014. What? And you said it looks like it was made in the 90s? Wait, it was made in 2012. Yeah, dude, it's bad. Maybe it's not with an iPhone. Maybe that was the problem with it. <laughs> With a 2012 iPhone, no less. Here we go. Although none of the cast or production team of the original film were involved in its production, direct, the director, Dustin Rickert, did secure legal rights to the name. The film focuses on the history of Wyatt Williams' family and takes an unusually conservative point of view gosh, compared to the countercultural tone of the original. That makes no sense. Leonard Leonard Malton has called this film a bomb and described the film as shagger, staggeringly bad attempt to cash in on an iconic original. That's what I kind of figured. And that this movie is poor on all accounts. Good for you, Leonard Malton. Good for yeah. you. Yeah. I'm looking through the uh, through the names that were in the movie, and I'm going to tell you right now, no one has went on to do anything else that had anything to do with this movie. You know, one of the comments in the Reddit thread where this uh, 
sequel was posted. No, it wasn't the sequel. What was it? Something about, anyway, something about Easy Rider. Uh, one of the comments was, yeah, I like the movie, it's, but, you know, people read too much into it. It's just about two guys being goofy and doing stupid stuff. It's like Bill and Ted. Well, I had almost exploded. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, my God. Someone saw the wrong movie, obviously. Well, you know what, though? That doesn't surprise me, dude. If you have, like, a fucking, probably an IQ under 100, you might not fucking yeah. understand this fucking movie. This I, movie I totally is too much for you to understand. Yes, definitely. I mean, I'm thinking about people I know that would watch that movie and probably not fucking even get it. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, luckily, you got it so much that you went out and bought a coat to match. Fuck yeah, I did. To you, Ruflaskowski. To you. shucks. Cheers. Here's looking at you, kid. Mm. In your Call me Wyatt from now on, please. Thank you. Oh, am I calling you Wyatt? I thought I would call you in America. Okay, do that. That's fine. Either. In this part of the country, baby, you're a headliner. The jacket is comfortable. I have to say, it's a great quality jacket. I'm, I'm going to buy a fucking tape measure tomorrow, since apparently we can't find one, even though I can find like 50 when I don't need one. Yeah. And I'm ordering that jacket, because I have a feeling that now that you own that jacket, they're going to discontinue it. They're going to be like, oh, we finally reached the people we were trying to get to. We can fucking get rid of making this jacket now. Could be. I went to their website, and it's not on the website anymore. What? Yeah. And they sell like that. They sell all kinds of badass jackets. They have like Indiana Jones jackets and jackets from all these other movies and stuff that they make. John, is it still on Amazon, do you think? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, maybe they have a stock on Amazon, but the leather is really smooth and it's soft. Jacket. It's really nice. What does the pockets. jacket look like? Is it lined? It's lined. It's got two inner pockets. An inner pocket? Two. Double, dual inner pockets. Dude, you can't buy a fucking leather jacket like that for a hundred bucks. You just can't. No, and that's I, I was skeptical to begin with, but then I saw Pakistan and I was like, I don't want a jacket made by terrorists. But it looks so cool. It is cool. That's why. Hey, I'm cool with terrorists enough. Dude, you should rip off the American flag and see if they fucking sewn something behind it because it's probably a terrorist jacket. This might not be sheepskin, but the skin of enemies. Oh, my God. It's infidel oh skin. Oh, my God. It might be human skin. Look, there's a nipple. There's a nipple right here. Oh, dude, that's so weird. There's a mole. It's like a hair growing out of the side of your shoulder. What in the fuck? Uh, that's my melanoma. It's poking oh, through. Oh, I that's... had to cut a hole for it to come through. And otherwise, it's painful when it pushes on there. Yeah. Just okay, gonna, trying to look up Easy Rider jacket. How did you even stumble across that, I wonder? Well, I didn't stumble for it. I looked for it. You looked for the Easy Rider jacket? I went to Amazon and typed in I typed in Easy Rider Wyatt jacket. There's two. Now, there's two on here. There's a cow leather and there's a sheep leather. I didn't see the cow leather until after. A leather spot. And there's a lot of other ones. You can get ones that are like 700 bucks. What? That's the one I want. I want the one that looks like the one that costs 100 bucks, but costs 700 Yes. That's the one to buy. All right, they're still there, so I'm not going to panic just yet. But uh, I appreciate you getting my blood pressure up, telling me that maybe they weren't going to have this jacket anymore. Now, my advice to you, 
because of how cold it gets there. Buy it bigger. Maybe one step bigger. Yeah. Do they make a 6X? Uh, they can probably find four people to measure. <laughs> okay, they'll just put four coats together. Yeah. I'll just order four coats together and reassemble them here on my end. It'll have eight sleeves, but it'll fit. That's true. Yeah, no problem with that. One for each leg and one for they my... Are, they are Pakistani. They're thin, hungry people. Everybody has eight arms. <laughs> it is a cool-looking jacket, though. i got to give you credit. It looks cooler sitting on your chair than it did with you wearing it. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stand up. Give us a little twirl, would you, darling? Well, I got the head. Okay, hang on. I want a check twirl. You don't twirl on this jacket. Exactly. Oh, okay. oh man. There we go. There we go. Hey, dude, I want people to watch the video. You've got to see this jacket that Rufus is wearing. It's an amazing jacket. Now, I just don't wonder if you don't go into the local cafe and be approached by a bunch of maggots. I'll probably get shot. No, you'll probably be in in Jasper, Texas. You're probably a fucking hero in that jacket. That could be. I don't know. We'll see. You know, get some, Jasper, Texas is some stars and bars, baby. Why don't you get you a stars and bars patch to go over your heart? I should. I, I should tattoo it on my heart. It's got the zippers on the sleeves, just like the real deal. It, I mean, this is the motorcycle jacket, man. Do you feel like you could go lay down on a on your cafe bike and fucking wipe out going about 80 miles an hour and still have skin left? Shit, I, I feel like I could wipe out going one mile per hour and have some skin left. Now, you have never ridden a motorcycle. Uh, not successfully. Like, you've, you've ridden a scooter, but that's a lot different because you don't change gears on a scooter. Yeah, a, a buddy of mine in high school, he had a dirt bike, and I rode it once and wrecked. Really? Yeah. Could it have been the America's Funniest Home Video Wreck? Was it no, like you got on and you like did the throttle and it jumped out from under you and you fucking went dragging along for like 10 feet? Because that's how I like to imagine it. No, no, I, I made it down the, the road, but when I tried to turn around, you laid I, it. I laid it over. But then my parents, my parents bought my, my little brother, who was maybe eight at the time, bought him a, a little dirt bike that had a lawnmower engine in it. Right. Teeny tiny little thing. They still have it. And I got on there. I was maybe 17 at the time and immediately plowed it into a fence and fell over. So I'm not really. 17. Here's a funny story, dude. You know, I know that exact same uh, mini bike because I ran into a fence on one when I was like eight or seven. Yeah. And it's one of my earliest fucking memories. <laughs> I still remember I skinned up my knee pretty good and uh, hit my knuckle. Well, this was a barbed wire and electric fence, so it was uncomfortable for a while. Damn. No way. You're not that much older than your brother. I'm, uh, well, maybe I get the numbers wrong, but I'm, my brother's my wife's age, and we're seven years apart. Six or seven years apart, yeah. He was eight, and you were 32. (laughs) Yeah. You know what we should have done, dude? We should have uploaded, uh, uh, put it in drive just to even hear the rough version yeah we should have god damn i want to finish it my goal for tomorrow is to 
finish that song. We won't be in some movie that was on some website that wasn't going to pay anything and probably have some fucking retard knock it off and sound worse than us. It's probably Easy Rider 3. Well, if it was, you know what? It can. They can have it. They can as long as we're associated with the fucking name. No, only if only if uh, the estate of Peter Fonda or Dennis Hopper do the reboot. No, they're going to reboot it as a kids' movie. It's going to be called Easy Peasy Rider. Oh, cool! They'll be on mini bikes. I can see it right now. Then they get they get clubbed to death at daycare. <laughs> I have a daycare worker on oxycotton or fentanyl. Man, the longer I wear this jacket, the more comfortable it feels. I think that's how those jackets work, my brother. Think that you finally arrived. Have you have you worn it out of the house yet? I know it's hot there. I haven't really, because it's it's been like a low of eighty. Well, you got to realize though that when when Captain America was wearing his jacket, he was it was hot there too. Wherever he was at, he was in Southern California, New Mexico. He wore it. Well, yeah, but he's a motorcycle rider. You should have worn it when that guy came over to tend to your honeybees. See if he fucking noticed. I wasn't there. Oh, damn it. I do want to talk to him, though, because apparently he's a stoner. He told your wife he couldn't leave without weed. Now, there's two ways that fucking plays out. One, he's a narc. Like <laughs> weed somewhere on your back 40. Two, he's looking for drugs. And he's already burned through his other supplier and is like, I need weed. Or was well, he taking weed actively while he was working with the honeybees? No. Well, he had it in that smoker for the bees. Oh, did he was doing it like a bong? Just aim it into his face, his own face. He was like a, the Peter Piper for bees. He, like, sprayed him down with that, sucked it off himself, and then walked around your yard pollinating everything that needed to be pollinated. Right. And the bees were so laid back, they just made a beard on his face. Did you make mutton chops? Do you guys make honey? I mean, I guess you don't. You don't make it, but the bees. Do you collect their honey and shit? We haven't yet. He's going to do that next trip out. That's what he's doing. He collects. He harvests the honey, and he has all the. You got to put it in a spinner thing that spins it and does all kinds of. What's shit. in it for you? The honey, and so there's no charge. Do you split the honey with him? Yeah, he takes it's fifty-fifty split. But no money, so I'm cool with that. I don't and that and he brought over the the boxes for the bees or the hives, or did you you supply those? Well, we we already had two hives. Oh, you did? Yeah, and we bought two more so that they can kind of multiply and, and branch up and make more. Do you ever get stung by bees? No, because well, I I don't go out there. The wife got stung by a bee once shortly after we got them, and that's why nobody has gone out to deal with the bees since <laughs> we got a bee man. A guy? Yeah. I love it. I actually love that. It's a typical wife story. We got we got some uh, some honey from some people who have bees for Christmas two uh-huh. years ago, and the wife was like, we should get bees and make honey. And I said, no. And she said, come on. And I was like, all right, whatever. So now we have bees. Of course, that was after you found out she was definitely allergic to bees. Yes. Like, yes, honey, yes, we shall get. Hey, God, what a great plot for a fucking movie. For a, no for a kidding. Movie. You know what I mean? Film. You know that uh, your wife, no, I'm saying like a dateline, like a real thing. I hope no one listens to the story and goes and buys a bunch of bees when they know that their significant other is allergic to bees. Then they get a giant life insurance policy out on them and then let the hive loose 
inside of the house or something, and that person gets done with eyes, and they collect a bunch of money, and then they call Rufus and Zigzag on the Hypersoft Happy Hour and split the money with them because they gave them such a great idea. That's right. Promotion. Promotion. Let's go viral with this, people. It's probably happened. I mean, I have to assume anybody who is allergic to bees could be stung by a bee from a from a hive and die. You can take a bee. Just keep a bee in a little vial. If you know somebody's allergic, and just sting them in their sleep and be like, wake up and be like, oh my god, the window was open. I guess a bee got in. Yeah, you really could. You really, yeah. really could, Rufus. Yeah, she could. <laughs> Let's find a guy that has a lot of money and spend some time with him and see if he's allergic to bees. Put out an ad. Let's put out an ad for need a very wealthy man allergic to bees and sleeps with the windows open. Yeah, those are a dime a dozen. Let's make it a woman, actually, because then it okay. won't be so weird when I'm sleeping with them. Now, if it was going to be a man, you'd probably be comfortable sleeping with them, but I don't think my wife would appreciate that with me. She doesn't mind if I sleep with other women, just other men. Wow, what a liberal relationship you guys have. We do, we do. I let her out once or twice a week. You know, it's nice. She does a lot of stuff for me, a lot of cleaning, a lot of shopping. <laughs> I let my wife out. She goes potty and then right back she in the cage. <laughs> She's good. She paws at the cage now. She knows when it's time to go out. The yeah. dog caught her. She gets some kibble. <laughs> what do you mean by kibble? It's kibble, like kibbles and bits. Oh. Yeah, she gets the good stuff. I'm talking yeah. here. Only the best for my wife in a cage. <laughs> Calling your penis old Roy. And see what your wife does. <laughs> old Roy. You hungry for some old Roy? It's like the cheapest brand of dog food there is. <laughs> old, old Roy. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm going to have to say that to him and be like, old Roy's calling. I saw this thing a lot. On the, I can't remember if it was on the news or where I heard it, but the people that name their penises are uh, pretty much psychopaths. Really? You, you don't think? It's not my mind. I don't know. I, I For the longest time, I thought my penis had a name, and it was, it's so big. Well, mine talked to me, but he's never told me his name. Oh, no. What does he say to you? Uh, You know, burn this, hit that. The normal stuff penises I ever say. about the time I was getting a blowjob from a chick and she grabbed my dick like a microphone and said, Blue Light Special, aisle 15. <laughs> That's hot. It was. It was sexy. I squirted all over. She wore it. She wore it. It happened like, to me once, but she said, uh, Hanson, party five. Hanson, party five. Well, I never told you about this one. This the chick did grab it too, and she said, clean up on my face. <laughs> on aisle me. <laughs> All right, folks, we're just getting a little randy here. It's Saturday night for Zigzag and Rufus, by the way. What night is it for you? Wherever you're listening from, call us up at Rufus. Give them the number. I'm always giving out the number. Uh, I'm on one screen here. Hang on. Six 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 eight 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 two six. That's six four six 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 eight 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 two six for your listening pleasure. This is the Double Z. That number is easy to remember. People should just be able to call it. You know what? I, can't, I wonder when they changed the number. Us for, for a long time, it was a different number. It I, was. We probably need to go through all our stuff and update the number. People have probably been trying to get in touch with us and calling the old number. Probably so. What are we going to do about this hypersloth band that is the, uh, <laughs> the impa- imposter sloth? 
I don't know. There's an imposter sloth band, and there's an imposter sloth uh, like software company too. So right, right. I mean, really, yeah. if we wanted to get down and dirty, the re- first recorded time that Hypersloth was ever in print, put in print by me and you, yeah, was 1996 in Austin, Texas, in the in the Austin Chronicle. I still have it in my wallet, just so you know. You know, on on Twitter, I've noticed this that the uh, the Hypersoft Twitter page gets tagged a lot in various comments because uh-huh. people think they're tagging either I that know. band, I know it, or the gaming company. I'm just like, motherfuckers. That's why we need to put a cease and desist. First of all, I don't want people thinking that that is our music because did no. you listen to the other Hypersoft? Uh, I, I I can't recall right now. I'm sure it was terrible, it, at least subpar. Let me do this for you. Oh, no. We're going to debut a little bit of their music. Did they do the soundtrack for Easy Rider 2? They're not even that good, buddy. That's the sad part. I mean, I guess maybe some people are into it. Maybe it's just not my kind of music, but I really don't appreciate them stealing our name. Not one bit. I know you came up with that. Tell me you came up with that. Yes, on the couch at Roehampton. That's what I'm saying. It was just, okay. you know, it was one of those heaven-sent deals. Here is Hypersloth, the mock band, the fake Hypersloth. I'm going to call them Fopersloth. Fopersloth. And we're gonna, you're going to listen to them right here. You ready? This is them uh, July 21st of this last year. We should have them on the show. I should share the screen with you, shouldn't I? Can you? I did last time. I know, but I didn't know if it was like a whole special sort of setup no, you had to do. It was just something on here. Share. Wow. There you go. Technology is. We should invite him on the show and have like a hypersloth powwow. We should have a hypersloth off. A sloth off. Wow, look at that. That does not seem like it has the same type of humor we do. <laughs> no, it does not. Unleashed. Why is it not? Why am I not hearing it? It says coming up next. Is it a live feed? Yes, yeah, it says we are live at solo live concerts. But this is July 19th. Oh, here we go. Here they are. That's probably the guy I insulted when I said some band ripped off our name. But he did, by the way. I don't care that they made it two words, so they think. Right there in the middle. Oh my god, they have a spot on the stand. These motherfuckers are lame. That's a little Stevie Vai cover. Stupid. Sounds like it. Alright, lady, come on now. That's some pretty terrible. Angelica Houston? How many drinks I pound at night before I went insane? Is that what she said? What is she saying? I don't know. 
many drinks did I pound at night before I went insane? That's deep shit. Thank you. That's some pretty, uh... Thanks for coming out, Mom. Pretty uninspired guitar playing, I must say. Had before the fucking lady started singing. When she started singing, I was like flabbergasted. Ah, uh, how many drinks can she pound? That's right, Hyper Sloth. We're gonna tear you up because you ain't the real sloth. We're the real sloth. She's gotta pound drinks because ain't nobody pounding her. <laughs> Maybe that dude. I married to her and she made him let her in the band. Sure sounds like it. Wonder how much they paid to play at this gig. They're playing for exposure, dude. It's not for money. They, I guarantee this is a pay-to-play deal. They're like, yeah, bring your band and we'll put your name up on a little screen behind you and we'll, we'll record it with some iPads. Gosh, she's a hideous beast. Damn. You know what? You know what I don't get about this? Calling yourself the sloth. The name the name hyper sloth. Even if somebody else came up with it, okay, whatever. But the name is inherently fucking funny. Why would you have a serious why would you have a serious metal band called Hyper Sloth? That doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. It makes no fucking sense. It's creative, creatively lacking in all fucking common sense. I mean, I have to assume that those people voted for Trump, too. Well, sure they did, because they're dumb. That's right. That's right. He loves the dumb people. What do you think what's going on? you think that he's in trouble now or not? I don't know. There's no rule of law. There's no rule of law anymore, Rufus. I don't care. I know you don't care. <laughs> You're part of the problem. That's cool. If, if part of the problem is being oblivious, I'm cool with that. It's that coat, dude. If he sees you in that coat, he's just going to assume that you're a MAGA fan, I think. That's what I'm afraid of. That's the of this coat. He's part of the problem. He's part of the problem. Your hands are too big to do him very well. I know they are. And trust me, I think my hands are too small. But they're you still are- bigger than Trump's. Tell me about the uh, the football game. Looks like you had pretty good seats. We had really good seats. It was a goddamn fucking blowout. Good God. The gates opened at 7. Well, the, the game kickoff was at 7. We got there at 7.10, and hometown us was already up by uh, two touchdowns. And I was like, well, our boys know, what, know what's up. And sure enough, we left early. We left early to beat traffic because the score was 57 to 6. High school football game. How much traffic could there possibly be? Oh, fucking it was packed, dude. The whole goddamn town was there. Which is Jasper's how many people? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a small town. How many white people? Maybe 40 or 50% of the whole town. I'm I'm sure we could look it up on Wikipedia. Well, I mean, the black people had to drive the white people there. Right. So it was at least 50-50. If, though, you're assuming that everyone is carpooling. Well, you know, the climate is in danger, and we're trying to do our part. Do they do their part in Jasper, Texas, Rufus? No, no. Do you do your part? 
not really. I mean, I drive my vehicles. I mean, I don't. What else can I do? I, I've got to drive. Well, I'm saying, what about recycling? We re- yeah, dude. My wife's a rabid recycler, and I'm caught up in it. So yeah, we definitely do that. Hey, I, and I work from home, so that I'm not doing emissions by driving to an office or sitting in a commute. Remember when we bought that can crusher at uh, Roehampton? Do you guys have a can crusher at your house? We have been through a couple of can crushers, mainly because of that Roehampton can crusher that I always remembered. And we could never remember to crush the cans. Oh, I know. That sucks, too. You know know what works, too, for crushing cans? What's that? Your foot. Yeah, this is true. (laughs) This is true. But whenever you're drinking 12 beers and you're barefoot. Well, that's why you should just fall on them. You fall on them and crunch them all down, and then you just sweep them. And your wife sweeps you and the cans up and puts you in the recycling bin. Beep. Uh, she, she just stack them up by the bathroom toilet because that's where I normally pass out. So did you make it? Uh, did you make it out to get caviar? You mean this stuff here? Oh, you did because I did not. I well, did. Well, the not. wife went out and I said grab it because we might do it. Eight ninety nine. Is that how much that caviar was? No, this is Walmart. It was I think four seventy three. The good stuff. The good stuff. They had the eight ninety nine stuff, but I read the reviews and this had better reviews. Oh did it. I'll have to remember that. How much how much caviar do you think the typical Walmart sells in a year? One. One jar of caviar. <laughs> how many people uh shows like this you'd have to ask yourself because that's the only time I could see anyone eating caviar because you know what I made the mistake of doing after you said something about doing the caviar. I Googled caviar as well, and unfortunately I came across this site that shows you how they make caviar. I don't want to know. You don't. You really don't. You you really, really don't, Rufus. Do they just vacuum a, the egg sac out of a fish? Uh, I wish they just vacuumed an egg sac out of a fish. It's much more violent than that. Well, this is it's wild caught in Iceland. I'm sure it is. And no, they're really ugly fish, too. Well, then fuck them. No, because then you feel sorry for them. They're like, they're like that ugly fish that you're like, this fish doesn't deserve this. <laughs> no fish does, you know what I mean? But yeah, I'm out swimming around, and I'm caught, and now they sliced my fucking guts open to take my eggs out and just fucking throw the rest of me in the garbage. Wait a minute, they just throw the rest of the fish away? Well, they don't have any use for it. They're just making caviar. Do they kill the fish before they get the caviar out? I don't want to go there, Rufus. Oh, man. I don't want to participate in some criminal scheme against fish. You're an animal. Well, I did already buy it. So next next show, we're doing the caviar. What I'm concerned about this jar is it says Best by September 2019 and in September. Uh-oh. Hey, look, the whole thing on the news, dude, where those dates are just like, I don't know what you would call it. What did they call it on the show? They just called it like a, it's like a general, yeah, suggestion. Thank you. And I also saw this thing, and you know what? I felt like I was really playing into this the other day because I don't know. I guess I was watching something on groceries. And 55% of the stuff that you buy and put in your refrigerator goes in the garbage without ever being touched. Really? Yeah. I believe that. And it, for meat, it was like 
Well, that's why you need a, a deep freeze. Because of the dates, though. It's because of the dates. Because people, when they oh. eat, get so fucking scared and squeamish that they're going to get poisoned or something if they eat it, like, even one day after or even the day on the use-by thing, that they just throw it out. I buy that. I totally buy that for sure, yes. bring that myself. I'm, I'm guilty of it. My, like I said, my wife's a germaphobe. She's definitely guilty of it. In fact, whenever I told her that, just in passing, I was like, oh, it expires this month. She said, what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you mean it expires? So it was Best Buy September 2019. She said, well, Best Buy. Best Buy. That means then you have to get it before September. I don't want you eating that. And I'm like, well, I'm going to fucking eat it. But what if you get definitely ill and die? I'm cool with that. When? I've had a good life. You feel like it? You feel like if you died tomorrow, you would have fulfilled everything that you could have fulfilled in the world? I tr- tried to fulfill some things, I guess. It's like the thoughts that counts. There you go. That's what I'm going to put on your tombstone. <laughs> I, I, I may not ever be president, but I've thought about it. So that's would enough. you want to be? Would you ever fucking want to be? Fuck no. I don't, I'm telling you, from the last show, I still don't feel like a president is a good idea. I don't think that, I, I, I don't know why, okay, my question to you, Rufus, let's get philosophical on the show for a minute. Let me spark this joint up. My question to you is, okay. Hey, hey, wait, hey, wait, real quick, can you switch the, the screen back so I can see oh. your face? Because all I see is, like, my face, and it's delayed. And I don't like seeing my face delayed. My face does not deserve to be delayed in my own eyes. I'm just kidding. Is that better? Yeah, it's better. I prefer to see your tasty mug. I know you do. I know you do. So what I was saying was, I'm lighting a joint here, so bear with me. In case I forget, which I'll probably forget right after I light joints, so I better get out there first. <laughs> the, the founding fathers come all the way over here from uh, – from England, right, and set up the colonies or whatever. Then, basically, they decide to elect a king. After leaving the monarchy over there, I mean, didn't they... I I think I read somewhere that they kind of gave George Washington the choice of being the first king of the United States. Really? I don't know. So it's to me that we'd want to put one person in power. If they've gotten all this trouble setting up this democracy where people vote... And everything, and now it's ahead of it all. There's just one guy. Well, that's actually that's the deal. There's not supposed to be one guy. There's three branches that are supposed to have checks and balances, right? Right. right. But but now, like, ever since like I think George H. W. Bush, or is it George W. Whatever the 9/11 George Bush, is like presidents now are just willy nilly with executive orders. It's not supposed to be that way. They found a way to just rewrite the Constitution whenever they wanted to without letting the people vote on it. It's just an executive order. Right. And and I heard an interview with uh, Tulsi Gabbard not too long ago, and she's like, that shit has got to fucking stop. Because an executive order, you have a president that comes in and does an executive order that does something that you think is good. The next president can come in and do an executive order that you don't think is good. You know, That's exactly like, what's happening right now. We've got to have congressional fucking oversight. It's true. It is, and you know what? Here's the other problem is why why does the Senate have more power than the fucking House? <sighs> You're getting deep in the weeds there, man. I don't understand the... Because there's 
300 people in the House of Representatives, right, which represents tons more people than two senators from every fucking state. I've never understood what the difference is between the Senate and the House and why they both exist. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it really doesn't make any sense. Why? I just think it seems like the more people that vote on something or whatever, the better. Why leave it up to two people from each state? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Wrong, Rufus. They got it all wrong. Damn it. Damn it, George Jefferson or whatever your name was who came up with all that. That's why they need the sloth, the real sloth. Right, not the sloth. People to metal, not metal sloth, not this sloth. God, that sloth is so lame. They're missing the point of the name. I mean, it's like, this is like bad karaoke. So wait, this sloth? Or this sloth? Amen. Damn. Good call. Thanks. Oh my god, it's Oh my god. I I almost I mean, bad for them. Almost. Ooh, how okay, if if you're playing that music to begin with, if you're playing heavy metal I mean you think this name that they would be like music. Death Model or Right. We need a name. What is it? Hypersloth. Yeah, that sounds evil and dark. <laughs> right, I mean, it does. It just sounds fun. It does sound fun. And we came up with it. We were high, writing beer and food and goofy-ass songs. We are like, fucking Hypersloth. Yeah. 100% all wheat. <laughs> oh, man, that's right, 100% all wheat. I still have a uh, a Photoshop graphic that I was making for that. We should name our serious songs. The band that plays those should be called 100% whole wheat. Oh, holy shit, that's awesome. They open for Hypersloth. This is us. Other ones. God, I'm trying uh, to remember. I, I think I still have that piece of paper. Do you have that piece of paper with the names on it? No, you I have might. the song on it. I Yeah, I've got you know, a few songs. Beer is food, for sure. I remember sitting there and writing down, you were writing down names on that Delaware menu. I remember it like it was fucking yesterday. Oh, yeah, I wrote almost everything on the Delaware menus because it was free paper. Right. You have nice handwriting, by the way. I've noticed that my handwriting has gotten worse over the years. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, mine. It's I'm impatient to handwrite, right? Me because too. I'm not used to doing it anymore. Yep. So now when I have to do it, I, it's like either one, I haven't done it enough to like be good at it anymore. Or number two, I'm so impatient when I'm trying to do it. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. This is so fucking annoying. 
Why can't That's I... me. That's me. And I think my my neck muscles get tense when I have to write. I'm crippled. I try to write if I'm writing like a lyrics for a song. I try to write it on paper because it just seems like that's how you should do it. But you're right. It's like it it's gotten real chicken scratchy and scribbly because I'm just like God damn it. And then I end up just opening up notes on my Mac and just typing it all into notes. Here's the thing. I was I was actually thinking the other day, what if we would have left, remember we were writing that beers, or not beers, but uh, put it in drive in that first uh, Embassy Suites, and you were writing on that little piece of paper that came with the, the plate? Yeah. I wonder, what if someone found that and sold it for like $100 million in 20 years? Nobody's saying in that stain-filled slum is going to have the wits about them to uh, know what the fuck they're looking at. I'm looking for I thought I had the handwritten version of Put It In Drive here in my my little portfolio. Well, I think whenever we were really banging it out, I think I started writing it in one of my little books. Really? I thought we had the whole thing in this thing. No, no, no. Yeah, it was on your yellow legal tablet. Right. That's where I'm looking. Oh, oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Guess who gets to keep this and sell it at, <laughs> at Sotheby's? Yeah. When Sotheby's comes calling, hello, <laughs> Second Island. Sorry, Rufus. <laughs> I don't get a discount, but you're not getting a bigger island than me. Wait a minute. My DNA is on that paper. Uh, yeah, that's why I will sell it for double the price. <laughs> you're selling my DNA, too. DNA right. Wow. You're screwed. The hard way. Not gonna, not not gonna collect it like I used to at Rowhampton. I can tell you that much. Those days are over. Well, at least I have a trace of your DNA. Whoa, whoa! You were drinking a bottle. Now what are you drinking? You know, this was gonna be the next beverage influence that I was gonna do. Spindrift, okay. Drift. It's got like it's like my fizzy water, but yeah. it has juice in it. It has like a little bit of real juice in it. Right. I, that, those are my favorites, yeah. And uh, you just, I only like one flavor. Grapefruit. Yep. And you just can't ever fucking find it in stock. And I noticed this, dude. Guess what you can't find in stock anymore? What? Uh, lime Ice Mountains. What? Or the Did you buy it? Where I go. I do. I do. No, that was the, I told you that I had 30 cases of uh, of the LaCroix. Did I not? Oh, yeah, oh, with the Detroit. That's right. right. Yes. You've cornered that market for sure. Dude, I'm telling you, I, you know what? Shannon, my wife, was right. She said to me, because I said, get me some store. She's like, they're out. They're out of the flavors that you like. I'm like, I know. I fucked up. And she said, next time, before you announce a new favorite flavor on the show, <laughs> don't fucking stock up. And then I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to start talking about things I don't drink. Oh, here you go. So we had the shelves on those. Beautiful. Reverse psychology. Go buy a bunch of uh, milk and drink it. <laughs> Pomegranate. Pomegranate. Yeah. What was mango? It was like one of their flavors was like lime mango or some shit. And to me, I don't know what it is. I don't mind like a piece of mango, but anything that has like mango flavor, it tastes smoky to me. I'm not a big fan of mangoes. They taste a little smoky in their own right. They're kind of strange. Yeah, they're really slimy and hard to eat. Slimy. They are definitely fucking slimy. But you know what? When I went to Australia, they showed us a really cool way to cut a mango and eat it where it really? doesn't 
sounds all slimy. You know how you do it? You want me to let you learn a little trick, Rufus? Please do. Yeah, cut it in half, right? And you take the pit out. Sure, sure. And then you slice. You know how you slice an avocado when it's still in its peel? Yeah. You slice it like that one way, then you slice it like that the other way, then you flip the mango inside out, and all the things fucking stick up, ready to just Whoa. Peel. deal. Could you do it like a kiwi? Like I like to eat kiwis, but they're smaller than mangoes. But you cut them in half, and then you can just take a spoon and scoop up the kiwi meat. Yeah, you could probably do that if you didn't want to be cool, if you wanted to be some kind of fucking jack-off. Well, our, our son likes mangoes, so what we do, this is even easier than the method you provide. But it's not as dangerous because you, don't, you, don't, you won't ever have to get your hand stitched up. We just buy frozen mango chunks from Sam's Club. Oh, my God. It's like you don't love him. Why don't you love that kid? What did he ever do to you? He seems like he looks up to you, and there you are. Eat your fucking frozen, flash-frozen mango, Junior. When he's standing on his hoverboard, he's taller than me, and I resent that. <laughs> All over for you, bud. <laughs> he can punch me and zip away. He can probably take you, right? I'm trying to figure out the age I was when I figured out I could beat up my old man. <laughs> oh, man. No, we arm wrestled the other day, and I, I took him down. You're probably talking like 19, 18 or 19. It's going to happen. Maybe even younger. I probably could have taken my old man at like fucking 16 or 17. Luckily, I'm the good guy in the family. You, you let your wife do the – well, yeah. He could probably – now you know what? He'll probably have to be like in his mid-20s before he could take her out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to try to turn. <laughs> kind of scrappy. So you're hoping that he's just going to take her out? You guys going to make a pact? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a silent pact. Right. I'm planting the seeds right now. Uh, and then you'll find a nice mother-daughter team that you can like shack up with on your private island. Yes, yes, my private island. When I sell the uh, the rights to put it in drive because my <laughs> DNA is on those lyrics. Really. You won't get half as much as me because I get half of that and I own the lyrics. Well, half is still $10 million. First of all, what I want back is the cost of the paper that it was written on. <laughs> I want the ink written. I want that sure. reimbursed on that. And, you know, we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars there. Convenience fee, I well, call that's it. true because nobody knows how many times we tried to write that song and ripped it out and threw it away. That's a oh, lot of paper. Or we, we was like the... We were going to write it, and we didn't have anything to write it on, and maybe it was even better, but we never even got to write it down. Ooh. The rabbit hole goes deep. And uh, is like, uh, Tenacious D's tribute, because we did that before at, at Roehampton. We wrote a kick-ass song, never wrote it down, never did anything, and the next day, we're like, remember that song? Yeah. yeah. Went? No. <laughs> Dude, I think I think we did that on at least a weekly basis. Oh, I know we did. I know we had this awesome song, and we even wrote down the lyrics. It was called Springer's Final Thought. I know. Yeah. And we worked on that fucking song, and we had it perfect. Yes. And then someone stole I, – I think Bannister fucking did something with that piece of paper, dude. I don't know, but it's lost to the ether, to the it, ages. Because that – I was, like, so excited about that, and then it Springer's, was – It, was, it would still be relevant because Springer is still on. And now he has a new show. Holy shit, are you serious? 
He's a judge. He got his own like Judge Judy show. Oh my god. Yes. Yes. Dude, I saw a show, and maybe it was the Springer show, where the judge now is doing handling insurance claims, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking for like half a million dollars, like $750,000, and they're televising it. What? That doesn't yeah. seem like, like crush entertainment to me. No, it wasn't. It actually wasn't. I watched it, and I'm like, oh, man. that This guy got his nut crushed. Dude, I'm not Whoa. even this Whoa, Entertainment. This guy was they were in a batting cage, right? Okay. Batting cages. Okay. And sure. he wasn't even the one batting. He was sitting off in the distance, right? Or he was standing in the distance and he was behind like this cage, but he was behind a part of it that said no admittance, right? Okay. Where there was you were you weren't supposed to be there. And someone hit a ball and it hit this guy right in the fucking nuts and ruptured his testicle. God damn, that sounds bad. So the the law part of it was, yeah, they're admitting that it happened at his place. Okay. Or at the, the place, but the guy was in a part of the place where he wasn't supposed to be. Right? <laughs> so they ruled in favor of the guy because the guy's wife's like, it's ruined our lives. We can't have sex anymore. He's very, you know, he's very... He was in a lot of pain, obviously. I mean, I would imagine it would have to hurt. What exactly happens when a testicle ruptures, I wonder? I mean, does really it pour out? Joe, this is only half an hour show, but I, yeah, I mean, I guess. Just a big mucus membrane, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, good God. It's all like blood vessels and shit, right? And Yeah. It's not like they're full of man milk all the time. Well, not everybody's. Well, I mean, are they? I don't know. I. You need to go eat some balls bowls. You're in the heart of Texas, baby. Surely you could drive a half a mile and find some balls bowls and open one up and see what you could get them at the. I guarantee you could get them at the market. We should do that. That we should do that on the show. King testicles. That is where I draw the line. Really? Oh, look at you, Mister Goody Two Shoes. That's right. I don't have this homoerotic thing where I feel the need to eat testicles like you do. I'm not saying you have to lick them and make out with them. Well, I mean, I just feel like that's what I automatically want to do. Well, that's true. They are full of <laughs> testosterone. Oh, my God. I'd probably fucking turn into the Hulk. <laughs> it does turn you on. I rip out of my shirt. <laughs> Tear up the whole thing. Maybe that was his, Maybe that was the Hulk's problem. He never jacked off. So he was like, <laughs> the fucking time. Is that goddamn? That could make you one pissed off motherfucker over time. Blue, like a giant blue balls. He <laughs> should have been blue. You're right. The big Smurf. <laughs> Baba Smurf smash. Well, I mean, that whole show. There, those angels. Remember those Asian angels? Those ladies that go around jacking off fucking people that are, uh, like, what were they? They're handicapped, right? Yeah, yeah. They're quadruped. Legic-ish. I mean, they just know that that is not good for your overall health. But how do you feel it? I mean, if you can't, do you feel it? It's, I guess it's just the chemical stuff in your brain that builds up. You know, I mean, the hormones. You gotta you have fuck If I couldn't feel anything from the waist down to the neck down, I'd just be like, cut them off. Yeah, huh. just Take cut them. Right. You know what I mean? Don't need them. 
you're never going to be able to have children nope. take care of them. So you just got to just, yeah, you just take them off. They got to be more frustrating than anything at that point. Right. <sighs> but those ladies are angels. I wonder how much they get paid. I don't know. I wonder what they'll do if you pay them double. <laughs> I wonder if you could buy a recording just for double the price. Maybe. <laughs> you know, you at least surely someone has reenacted it for a porn. I wonder, like, I wonder how many people have pretended to be like crippled. Oh my God! It's like a marijuana card in like all these states where you just some <laughs> lady comes over and jacks you off. I mean, they, you know, your sexual surrogate is is legal, right? Don't people do that? Do what? Be like, if a guy can't have sex or whatever, him and his wife are having trouble. They'll sure. go, they'll pay a sex therapist, so to speak, who turns into like a sexual surrogate usually and ends up having sex with the dude. Wow. Right. Well, yeah, I guess, probably. Donahue or something. I mean, they're surrogate mothers for sure, but I think they're usually uh, medically inseminated. Dude, I just had a fucking brilliant idea. You know how we could legalize uh, prostitution in every fucking state? No. All you would have to do is fucking film it, right? Because and it's a porno. Right. Yeah, but not all prostitutes want to be filmed. They're people. I'm saying you just offer the people. You set up a room where a guy and a chick have sex. The chick gets paid, and the dude pays, and you keep it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then they're, you know, like you immediately destroy the copy of the tape. Or the, the file. That might be a problem. You might have to at least put it up for public viewing somewhere. Well, then we would just cover out the faces. Big deal. We're millionaires. Now we're fucking millionaires. Now we just buy a fucking hotel and put video cameras in every fucking room, and a guy comes. We hire a bunch of prostitutes. Dude, we've got to figure it out. I'm, I'm fucking in. I'll be one of the guys. Now we just need to figure out how to uh, how to make it into an app. <laughs> just FaceTime a stream from your phone to our server after you meet with our girl to make your quote porno movie that you're sure. in, right? Yes. Dude, just think how you could do that. Hold on a second. Now. You've opened up a can of worms here. You could do a thing. Think you went to a college town, right? And you can, like, fucking be like, hey, dude, starting your own porno, right? Where you get to fuck some chick, and you're the star of the porno. They're like, introducing Rufus. And you just are paying to have sex with this super hot chick, and you get to keep the tape as, like, a bonus thing. So it's like that booth you go into at Six Flags where you can record your own music and be the rock star. Right. Yeah, you know the good stuff. It's a porno, and you keep it for yourself, or show it to your wife, or your boyfriend, or your buddies at some bar, probably. And you're like, "Look, dude, and we, you know, you can turn. Think how many frat guys would be like, oh, 'I'm going to go start my own porno.' <laughs> or you can immediately share it to Facebook and Twitter, but well, it blurs your face out, or it puts like an emoji over it. Automatically, we have like the best cum face emoji there ever was. Oh, there's, there really should be a cum face emoji. <laughs> what do you think it would look like? <laughs> I don't know, but there's got to... Like rosy cheeks, probably, and messed really up. Sh- 
Yeah, it's going to be like googly eyes and, you know, big smile with like a stain on its forehead. Be like a, like some shit hanging off his chin. <laughs> yeah. That way you know it was a, the, a money shot. A couple of pubes oh, poking it, out from the teeth. <laughs> oh, yes, most definitely. His ears shaped like fucking handle grips. Cauliflower ears. <laughs> Oh my god, cauliflower ears. Have you ever seen a guy with cauliflower ears? Not in person, no, but I've seen cauliflower ears. Scary. It is a scary thing. You don't fuck with anybody who has cauliflower ears, that's for damn sure. You could fucking beat your fucking brain in, probably. Yeah. Or, maybe, well, they've always been the puncher bag, and they're the best people to fucking beat up. If not, they will put some cauliflower ear in your... In your food when you're not looking, and that would be disgusting. Yes. <laughs> cauliflower ear. How did we do this? How do we get to talking about cauliflower ears, Rufus? Because we're stream of consciousness geniuses. Because we're not, this is what we are not. makes no fucking sense. It makes no sense she's sitting and seeing that in front of a fucking stuffed sloth. I mean, if anybody's ever seen what a sloth looks like, they look like they're nice and stoned and fucking relaxed. They yeah. don't look like they're about to fucking shoot an eighth of no. methamphetamine in their butthole and fucking no. bananas at a bar drinking as much whiskey as they can. No. They are too dumb to understand the humor of the name. I know, it's like, then you, you know, that's how you know it's a ripoff, right? Because yeah. the way that they could have come up with that name and think it was going to fit what they're doing, right? They do not have the wits about them, no. Rufus, 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 what are we going to do? I'm about to do a fucking cease and desist. I think sure. we should claim to the name. We should write them a cease and desist song. Oh, my fucking God. That is the most brilliant thing I've ever fucking heard. And post it on Twitter and tag them. <laughs> post it to their fucking Facebook page. Exactly. Oh, my God, dude. You don't even know how brilliant that is. <laughs> that would be pretty goddamn funny. Oh, man. Let's think. What do you... I mean, the... the it just has to be called cease and desist, right? I mean, there's got to be a song out there called cease and desist. I'm sure there is. Probably a rap song. That's what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably a true story from a rapper. Oh, no, I'm thinking of uh, Assault and Battery. Oh, that's right. Or uh, Rape. Yep. <laughs> Here's a cease and desist song. There's two of them. Delbert McClinton. He's like a famous singer-songwriter, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Austin. Isn't he from Austin? Yeah, the area. Well, he's got the old Jimmy Rogers style. Ooh, it sounds like a... You know what it sounds like? A complete rip-off of fucking Willie Nelson. You got the cease and desist. You 
thing was? Yeah. That show they did. What was the name of that? Can you remember? I think it was just called Monster, wasn't it? Something like that. But he, they were in that therapy, and he's saying that the problem with him and his marriage and everything is that when he's on the road, he fucking goes out of his mind, and then he brings, like, that road mentality home, and Good. it destroys who he is. At least he was honest about it then, but, I mean, if you know that that's what causes it, I mean, is it booze, you think, or is he on pills? I mean, what do you think it is? I don't know. See, here's my goal. This is my hypersloth goal. You and me sitting on the couch, smoking weed, drinking beer, writing songs, getting rich enough touring and playing for hundreds of thousands of people that we make enough money that we can just sit on the couch and write badass songs. And that's it, you know? I don't want to keep touring forever. For financial, with financial freedom. <laughs> and I have to worry about writing the songs. Because we had financial freedom when we were writing them. I just want that again so that we can just hang it on the couch and write some fucking music, you know? But, I mean, if you read the thing, it seemed like, I guess Lars wrote it. Lars sounded so fucking annoyed in the release. Did you read it? No, I, I skimmed it, so that means no, I didn't read it. He's like, our brother... Uh, or our birthday is blah blah facing uh what did it say? Um trying to get sober again and shit like that, like fucking annoyingly so. Did he put again in all caps? Again. It was totally he didn't need to. It was like dot 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 again. <laughs> question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point, question mark. But I mean, I feel bad for them too. Yeah. They got to refunding the money though. They're at least they're doing that. Well, that's true. I mean, they're they're good guys. I just don't understand wanting to stay on the road that long if you're already billionaires. You're sixty. You're sixty fucking years old. You know what I mean? Not like you're Atkins because I mean, those people did it because they needed the money after a while. Right. But back then, you didn't get three hundred million fucking dollars in the bank as a band or a you know a performer. Chill out in your own home studio. Write songs that you want to fucking write that you know the fans don't give a shit about. Because you know all these guys, they probably have diverse musical interests, and they're like, well, I can't write a country song because the fans don't like it. Right, well, now you're stuck in a box. Right. Yeah. Fuck that. Well, and you know what's crazy is that, like, the people have it really figured out, I think, or, like, you know who Linda Perry is? Uh, the name rings a bell, but I don't know why. Was the lead singer of Four Non Blondes? Remember that band? Yeah, fuck yeah, I do. You mind that song? It was like one of the first songs I learned to play on the guitar. But oh, it's a great song. She retired from doing that because she didn't want to tour and deal with all that bullshit. And now she's written like some of the biggest songs ever. Wow. Twenty years. She's written like twenty top ten songs. Fucking amazing. Yeah, and that's what she does. And she fucking has more money than God and is married to Darlene from Roseanne. This is true. This is true. I did, I did look her up. Actually, I looked at Four Non Blondes like a couple of months ago. It's based on what, that one song that they have. What is that one song? Oh, my God. I can't believe I can't think of it right now. Me either. <laughs> What's going on? That one. I say hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. I say hey. 
going on? And I, I listened to a lot of the their other songs off of that album, and I was like, fuck, this is really goddamn good. Was it? Yeah, it was. It was really good. For Don Vaughn's song. They had two hits. I think they had two hits, didn't they? Oh, they did? I only knew the one. Let me see. Let me see. Pretty clever name for a uh, band as well, I would say. Hats off. I would have to agree. Oh, they did a, it seems like they did a cover of Superfly. Didn't, uh, didn't our band used to play a little Superfly? I do believe so. I love their song about bleeding gums. Fuck yeah. Sessie lopen de Fournon Blondes in Londen tegen een Canadese voorprogramma The Odds op te scheppen dat tijdens een Europese tournee niet zo leuk was als die ene sessie in Nederhorstenberg. That's her playing the guitar. She's unique, that's for damn sure. Yes, I mean, this sounds good. With my calls and movements. You know why she reminds me of the, the hypersquad? Uh. She's got that range. She went from fun party atmosphere yeah. to the fucking dirty nitty gritty. Uh, yeah. I remember seeing that because I watched all these videos and listened to all this music. I was like, wow, this is really diverse. And it went from like funk to some kind of to that slow, yeah, something like that, and then to like something poppy. And I was like, huh. But it all had this this thread that was kind of her voice, which is totally unique. Well, you know who else did that? Did I think that Pink did the same thing? Didn't she write a bunch of like big hits for younger people to record, and she just sits back and collects like fucking twenty, thirty million dollar checks? Yeah, I don't know a lot about Pink, but I do know that I like her based on everything I've read or seen she about too. her. But I've been a, kind of a fan of Pink all along. Yeah, me too, me too. I mean, I, like I said, I, 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 I'm not well-versed enough to really cherry-pick any songs or events, but just uh, from what I know, she seems like a cool chick. Well, her songs are good, too. They're usually pretty upbeat, you know what I mean? But they got a good message to them. I think tell people that are more songwriters from people that are musicians, right? Like, yeah. Kay Perry is probably more of a musician. You know what I mean? I right. don't think they're writing some kind of deep song, but I think when you see like Pink or this Linda Perry, you see that they, I don't know, they just have a quality about them that says maybe there's something inside of them spiritually that fucking gives them mm-hmm. the ability to write a good song. So they're like, we got going. Well, there's de- definitely an observable difference between a creator and uh, a performer. Performer, right, exactly. Yeah, it's always weird when they call – now, okay, Prince was an artist, right? In every fucking sense, yeah. Prince was an artist. 
Absolutely, yeah. Uh, uh, Ariana Grande is a performer. Yeah. Right? Not an artist, but people like the artist. Artist of the year, Ariana Grande. But, you know, she just sings other people's songs. I mean, that. Yeah, that, she's a karaoke artist, maybe, at best. That's what you are, right? I think so, yeah. That's all that people care about anymore. They no. Are, I know, you know that they can't be singing and dancing like that. It's fucking impossible. Fuck no, no. But when they get busted out, nobody cares. Nobody cares. So that's why on well remember we played that little bit on the show that of uh the can we play this real quick on the show then uh I won't go but it was uh Courtney Love soundboard Courtney Love soundboard recording because okay. a live recording of Courtney Love playing the guitar right but it yeah guitar actually sounds like but you can hear the other mix over it right okay so it's her this is her isolated guitar part oh, from July celebrity skin and her singing too <laughs> something. I mean, come on. You got to be able to do better than that. Not that I plan on doing better than that when we're on the road and there's 40 people backing us up because I don't see any reason to, but she's got to hold herself to a little something higher esteem. She was riding on some uh, brain-covered coattails. I know. Sorry for that guy. No wonder he ended it. I mean, I remember when that happened. That was like Yeah, me too. Pretty big deal. It was like, uh, I guess, like if Jimi Hendrix or somebody died in the 60s. I think it was the equivalent. But now, you know what I mean. Like, as far as popular culture at the time, he was pretty fucking huge. Yeah, exactly. But now, who who now, if that happened, Hmm. would it have that resonate that much? Is there one? I don't know. I don't think so, because... There's such an oversaturation in the market of music and entertainment that there's no one person in any genre. I mean, it's unoriginal music now. You know what I mean? It is. There is no original music, except for Hypersoft music, the real Hypersoft. That's true. That's true. But really, like, once all the grants are gone, there's no more grants. And there's really not any more grants. Yeah, they don't just keep cranking them out. When the Stones are gone, when Clapton's gone, when... Do you realize I mean, we've been together as Hypersloth half as long as the Rolling Stones have been together? 
which is pretty good. The Rolling Stones have been the longest band that's actually been together without ever breaking up in history. Fifty-four years they've been together. That's pretty goddamn amazing. It really is, if you think about it. It really is. It's super fucking amazing. Fifty-four fucking years. And good for those guys. I mean, I, I like the Stones. They seem like decent guys. I'm not a huge Stones fan. I'm not a really big fan of their music. But I love classic rock, and I don't like the Stones, which is probably a little bit weird. But I don't hate that. I, I used to hate Mick, kind of. But now I'm like, now I can forgive Mick. Because Mick's old, and I realize now that I've gotten older that maybe Mick was just an ass because he was under certain pressures or whatnot. You never know. Here's what I always liked about the Stones. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big Stones fan. But they've been so persistent throughout time. That's a good point. And I'm familiar with them. But one, th- one thing I've always noticed is that, like, you hear a Stone song and you're like, well, he's not a great singer. He's not a great guitar player. Hey. He's not a great – there's nobody who's great, but then altogether you hear the fucking Stones. Right. You know what's funny is they – always found that inspiring. They, from the get-go, said – they said – they put it on all their fires, the greatest band in the world, the greatest rock band in the world. That was – he gave themselves that moniker, and now if you look up the greatest rock band in the world, it comes up the Rolling Stones just because they kind of spread the rumor – that they were the greatest rock band in the world, self-proclaimed. Well, God bless them. God bless them. How do you argue with that? Because that's some hypersloth logic right there. It is. It is. I, I think the Stones are a hypersloth-type band. I, I think, don't think they take themselves too seriously. I think they know that individually we're not that great, but altogether somehow we make something pretty goddamn cool. And I think at one point, which is kind of funny for a band like that or any of the bands that were around in the 60s where you were like, we can fucking change the world. You know what I mean? We can mm-hmm. be, but it was like the world was going to change just because people were kind of in that mindset. And after a while, that whole phase passes. They realize, yeah, we didn't really make any fucking changes. But you know what? We're just going to do the Stones thing. You know what I mean? And we're a blues band or we're a rock band. We're not trying to, uh, you know, write political songs or anything. That's another thing that kind of leads right back into what we were talking about before that I was listening to on some podcast or something. It was something about the music industry. And it was like before the Beatles and the Stones, it was like it is now. There there were performers. There were songwriters who worked in the background and wrote songs for performers. But then the Beatles and the Stones came along and all these other bands that were just like guys who wrote their own shit. Right. And, and the, yeah. Yeah. And nobody took them seriously. Like, well, no, you can't write your own shit. You know, we've got songwriters back here to do it for you. And they're like, oh, fuck it. We're writing our own songs. And that was novel, you know? Uh, yeah, how crazy. I mean, I guess like Jerry Lee Lewis and those guys, they wrote their own songs. Elvis, right? Yeah. Elvis didn't write a – I mean, he wrote some songs. I don't know if he wrote a lot of songs. Have you been watching that thing on PBS, that country music uh, thing by Ken Burns? No, I don't even know about this. It's five parts. You've got to fucking watch it. You ha- you absolutely have to carve out five hours to fucking watch this thing because it's it, about country music. Yeah, it's all about country music. And you know what? Country music in a lot of ways just isn't country music. You know, it's jazz. It's blues. Oh yeah. I mean, it's got its foundations as far back as like the 1400s. It's really fucking insane. I, I would suggest this to anybody to watch this because you know Ken Burns does a good job 
on basically everything, and he kind of yeah. it out of the park on this thing too. And when they get to outlaw country and stuff like that, you just—I mean—it just kind of blows your mind the way this, you know, stuff has evolved. I mean, I've—I haven't watched the last because I don't not into George Strait and all that stuff. But I mean, not George—is yeah. it George Strait? Who's the famous guy now? Garth Brooks and that stuff. Not that they don't have good songs, but now it's like pop music. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. Before the 1970s, it's pretty fucking rough and tumble way to make a fucking living as a as a country musician. Fucking A, yeah. After watching this, dude, I have fucking so much more respect for Chris Christopherson. You know who he is, right? Hell yeah. I mean, we're, I, I didn't ever consider myself a Chris Christopherson fan, but after watching this, I was like, damn, dude, that guy's had – his life's as interesting as fucking, uh, if not more so, than Nelson. Oh, yeah, I believe that for sure. I mean, the way that he got – well, uh Johnny Cash actually gave him his big break. You have to watch it in a really roundabout way. He was actually, this is what I got respect for Chris. He went into the music business so bad, right? Yeah. He left wherever he was at and went to Nashville and just worked in a studio as a fucking janitor. Just to be right? Sure. And he... One day he got it, and his parents, you know, he would try to record stuff here and there, and he was writing songs and whatnot, but not getting anything, no, no real action. And his mom wrote him a letter disowning him, right? They, his parents were real conservative, and they said, you know what? It was interesting for a year or two when you try to do this with your life, but if you're going to continue to be on this path, we don't want anything to do with you. Don't ever call us. Don't write us. Don't come visit us or anything like that. And he showed the the letter to his the guy that he worked for at the studio, right? And yeah. the guy, can I see this letter? Can I borrow it for a second? He's like, yeah. And the guy went and showed the letter to Johnny Cash. And Johnny Cash walks out with the letter and says to Chris Christopherson, who he kind of know from working at the studio, right? He yeah. said, aren't letters from home? Isn't it always good to get a letter from home? <laughs> and then kind of took him under his wing. And Wow how to fucking make it in the music business and, and like produce his first album and all kinds of shit. So just persistence pays off. That's why it's going to pay off for the double Z and the big R. That's what I'm calling you from now on. Big R. So what you're saying is we need to meet Johnny Cash. Absolutely. But now that Johnny Cash is that, I think that we need to meet Chris Christopherson. I think so. Yes. To pass the torch, so to speak. <laughs> Maybe he would sing, put it in drive for us. God damn, how awesome would that be? His voice sounds pretty fucking good on that, dude, but if you think we need to get someone, if we, I mean, if we really plan on writing songs and selling them, I guess we've got to get to the point where we give up a little bit of fucking control. Well, we have to, but we we give up control on the songs that we're willing to give up control on. Right, yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. not putting in drive one of those songs. Mm, I don't know, because the more that I think about it and listen to it, the more that I kind of like it. But, yeah, I, I, I think it is. I think it is. I think it's one of those songs because, to me, Hypersloth is – the core of Hypersloth is more tongue-in-cheek, don't take life too seriously. Fucking come on, people. Just relax. 100% whole wheat song is what you're saying. Yeah, I think it's 100% whole wheat wonder where you got that idea from working at the sub shop. Gee, 
I don't. Did they have whole wheat back then? Bread there? Did we offer wheat bread? I don't think we did back then. Was even wheat bread a thing? I'm almost thinking it had to be since you came up with 100% whole wheat while we're sitting there inside of the fucking sub shop. I I thought you came up with that. (laughs) Maybe we came up to it with it together. I I definitely remember that being on the list of names for the band. Was a whole wheat. All right, you want to do Jeopardy? Let's do a round of Jeopardy. Uh, Alexa, play Jeopardy. Okay. Being obstinate. Alexa, play Jeopardy. Tell her I have the jacket on. I want to do the. How do you change it to the Samuel L. Jackson voice? And now, I don't think it's released yet. Ah, uh, bummer. Jeopardy, Alex, fucking bummer. And welcome, Thanks, players. Johnny. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? Catch up on clues. Do they really have to do that again? Jeopardy. And now, here is your host, Yes, Alex thank you, Johnny. Rebecca. We get it. Thanks, Johnny, and welcome, players. You can play this jacket. Catch up on clues. Yeah, you're Which still wearing you it. Fuck yeah, I am. Catch up on clues. Why? What is going this on here? Is Jeopardy. And now, here is the host of Jeopardy, Alex the Dick. Thanks, Johnny. And welcome, players. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on clues from this week. Which would you like to play? This week. This is... What the fuck? And now, here is the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. Thanks, Johnny. And welcome. You can play Team Jeopardy or catch up on the clues from this week. Which would you like to play? Team Jeopardy. Good evening. (laughs) What the (laughs) fuck? They must think we're so fucking stupid. Sounds like Vincent Price. Good evening. The first Jeopardy category is science and nature. It's a frog-like term for a poisonous mushroom. What is a toadstool? Good job. Your second category is history. In 1989, the Exxon Valdez tanker spilled 260,000 barrels of crude off the state. Oops. What is Alaska? Correct. The next fruits and veggies. The soft, unloved cabbage family member is named for the capital of Belgium. What is Brussels sprouts? Good job. Our next category is Yeah, they magnificent. This Texas-sounding name comes with certain powers. Repeat the question. Again, the category is what's in a name? Yeah, baby. Meaning magnificent. This Texas-sounding name comes with certain powers. What? What is No. The correct response was what is Austin? What? The next category is Adam Powers? Are they joking Adam trained with ex-NFL QB Sean Salisbury to prepare a 2005 comedy. Repeat the question. 
Again, our category is Adam Sandler Films. Adam trained with ex-NFL QB Sean Salisbury to prepare for the 2005 comedy. What is the water boy? Sorry, the correct response was what is the longest yard? The sixth yes. category is great lit. No adults? No problem. Oh wait, big problem. For Simon and Stranded British Prep Schoolers in this 1954 novel. What is Lord of the Flies? Yes, that's correct. It's time for the double jeopardy round. The category is all in the celebrity family. Give the shared last name of the family members listed. Elizabeth, Jake, Trent, Ashley, Taylor, Mary Kate. What is Good job. Did you know the that? category is identified continent. It's the coldest, least popular, and most remote continent. What is Antarctica? Correct. Nice. The ninth Jeopardy category is World of Warcraft. Oh, this is all ships like the USS Missouri were armed with these missiles that bear the name of Captain Ahab's weapon. What is the harpoon? Excellent. Your category wow. myths and legends. That was a guess. The earliest ballads of this outlaw say that his activities took place in South Yorkshire, not Nottinghamshire. Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases Closet. like, who is, or what is. Do we need to repeat? Yeah. Repeat Again, the category is myths and legends. The earliest ballads of this outlaw say that his activities took place Jack in South reference. Yorkshire, not Nottinghamshire. Who is Robin Hood? Yes, that's nice. right. The next category is be a sport. In 1895 at a YMCA, this indoor sport was developed for businessmen who found basketball too vigorous. What is racquetball? What? Sorry, the correct response was what is volleyball. Oh the my last God. category is the Bill of Rights. This <clears throat> amendment guarantees that an individual can't be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process. What is the Third Amendment? No, the correct response was what is the Fifth Amendment? Oh, I thought the Fifth Let's Amendment was self-incrimination. Nice job. You got it right out of 12. Damn it, Great job. You ranked in the top 82% of players. Weak. Your game time for today is 4 minutes and 23 seconds. There are all five days to play from the past week. Would you like Good to catch Lord. One more or not? One more. One more. Yes. All the days from the past week. Would yes. you like to catch up on those clues? Yes. Don't confuse Alexa. The first Jeopardy category is their name is Legion. Helping to draft the GI Bill, the American Legion was formed following this war. What is the War of 1812? Correct response was what is World War One. The next category is health and medicine. Pulmonary hypertension is high blood pressure in the arteries leading to these organs. What are the kidneys? 
What are the lungs? Sorry, the correct response was what are the lungs? The next category is word plus word equals new word. Man's best friend plus a broad-headed golf club equals this flowering tree. Repeat the question. Again, the category is word plus word equals new word. Man's best friend plus a broad-headed golf club equals this flowering tree. What is a what is a dogwood? Nice. Good job. Your category is the number one album. Dancing in the Dark and Glory Days are on this 1984 album. What is Born in the USA? Excellent. The category is Coup Coup. A 1936 coup began a war that allowed Francisco Franco to rule this country until 1975. What is Poopistan? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Spain? Your sixth category is clocks. Nickelodeon turned down a $1 million offer from Casio to sponsor the 60-second clock on this super sloppy game show. What is Family Double Dare? Yes, that's it. Hope you're ready for another six clues. The category is two tickets items. The Trouble Joe's family travels to California in his 1939 work. What is The Grapes of Wrath? Yes, that's it. Recent events quiz. Anti-government protests in this Chinese region international airport caused travel issues in August 2019. What is Hong Kong? Good job. Our next Jeopardy category is geographic trios. The ABC Islands of the Lesser Antilles are this island, Benair and Curacao. Repeat the question. Again, the category is geographic trios. The ABC Islands of the Lesser Antilles are this island, Benair and Curacao. What is Antigua? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Aruba? Ah, Japanese category and celebrity family tree. Coincidentally, Twilight star Robert Pattinson is related to this vampiric inspiration. Repeat the question. Again, the category celebrity family tree. Coincidentally, Twilight star Robert Pattinson is related to this vampiric inspiration. Who is Count Dracul? You're right. Your category is boats and ships. The oldest commissioned warship still afloat, Old Ironside, is birthed in this U.S. city. What is Detroit? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was what is Boston? Our last category is God Save the U, K. The response includes the letters U and K in that order, but not next to each other. According to Henry Ford, history is more or less this four-letter word. Repeat the question. Luck? Please give your response, or I can skip this clue. Which would you like? Repeat the question. Again, the category is God Save the U. Okay. 
According to Henry Ford, history is more or less this four-letter word. So you had it right. What's that? Please respond in the form of a question, starting with phrases like, who is, or what is. Say it. What is a lock? No, that's incorrect. The correct response was, what is bunk? Bunk? Right, let's see how you did today. What? Not bad. You scored six out of 12 clues today. You completed all today's clues in only four minutes and 23 seconds. There are four days to catch up on. We're Did done. Goodbye. Clues? No. What is goodbye? Catch up on the week's clues at what any time by up? saying Ask Jeopardy for catch up. Come back tomorrow for okay, the week's clues. That was Jesus. fun. Let's try another. If you thought Jeopardy no. was fun, Alexa, you might like questions. Turn off. He's just the cancer. He's gotten real needy. I don't know. She's more annoying than him, I think. That's true. I got to run big time. My bladder's about to pop. All right, folks. That's it. The Double D says, see ya. Listen to, don't, don't listen to this. That's lame. Lame, small town bullshit. Oh, my God. That is so painful. They need it's to listen so this. Hey, I got a new song. It's not new. It's an old song that I've kind of put some new stuff into. Sure. To you. But the chorus. Okay, do it. Remember this part? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Wait, what? Oh, no, Rufus. right enough. I like to walk down and then the second time I like to walk halfway down and then I walk up.
Hi, folks. You heard it here first. The double Z is going to send it to the Rufus, and he's going to turn it into something great because I don't have those skills. Harry, he is Ariana Grande. I am Ariana Grande. I'm a performer, not right. a writer. Next, next episode, Caviar, you're going to get Caviar. Yeah. yeah, we will be shall do Caviar for your finer tastes, my good man. All right, this is the Double Z Out. We'll catch you next Saturday. Have a great week, folks. Try not to kill yourself because you always have the Hypersoft Happy Hour to look forward to. So this is true. Week. We've kept you alive now for 331 weeks. Pretty much, right, Rufus? You're welcome. Yes. There's another ten years of your life. Rufus and the doubles of year here for you. Just know that. The Rufus, good we do for people is in there for there. And cool coat, by the way, dude. And you know what? I I hate to be wearing a matching coat next week, but I think it's gonna have to go down and then I think what is honestly gonna have to happen, at least to my coat. Yeah. Double Z, zigzag. Oh, snap. Put on there, and I might have to ask you to do the same. I might do it. (laughs) You might ask me, and I might do it. All right, folks, Double Z out. We'll catch you next week, Rufus. Always a pleasure, bud. Uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you about brilliant things throughout the week and whatever we forgot to discuss during this show. We shall discuss on the next. I'm sure you will. Rufus out. Double Z out. I'm going to play him out with uh, Summer's Eve Mix. One. What do you think? You ready? They ought to be grateful.
Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.